action. The Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. Who is the Lord that it is speaking of in that statement? We're going to answer that question in today's message. Today's sermon is the third in a series of four messages about Christ is Jehovah. All right, welcome back to, to Fundamental Hour. We've been speaking the last two weeks about the subject of the person of Christ. Who is he in the Bible? Uh, is he just a man? Is he a prophet? Is he God? And I've showed you the last two weeks that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Christ of the New Testament. We've shown that to you uh, two different ways. We're going to give you a third way today. But Christianity is based upon the person of Christ. If He's not God, then our entire religion crumbles. If He's not God, then the Bible is a corrupt, extremely corrupt book because the Bible teaches us that He is God. And there are many ways to teach that Christ is God from the Bible. I'm going about teaching that in this series of lessons by showing you that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is equal to the Christ of the New Testament. And so we looked at last two weeks about the fact that Jehovah was the one on whom people were to call for salvation. And we saw in the New Testament that that was Jesus Christ. We saw also that um, Jehovah was the light of the world and that Jesus also was the true light, the light of the world. Uh, the everlasting light. This week we're going to, and if you didn't see those messages, I would encourage you um, uh, to contact us and we'll see how we can make those available to you. Um, but today we're going to begin again in Luke chapter 24. Jesus, in teaching his disciples in Luke chapter 24, he said to them in verse 25, O fools and slow of heart to believe that all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Jesus was saying to the disciples, Listen, the Old Testament prophesied of my coming. The Old Testament prophesied where I would be born. The Old Testament prophesied of my death. The Old Testament prophesied of my resurrection. The Old Testament testified about me. It told us that these things would happen. You shouldn't be bothered by it. You should be celebrating it because it's what the prophets spoke of. The prophets spoke of me. And the Bible says that he began at Moses and all the prophets and he began to teach them about himself. So the Old Testament teaches us about Christ. Now, how is that possible if the Old Testament doesn't mention the name of Christ? Well, we'll see how that's possible today. And we're going to begin in Psalm 23. The Bible says in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. The job of a shepherd is to take care of the sheep. And here the, the shepherd, uh, who is called the Lord, capital L, 
capital O, capital R, capital D. And we've learned the last two weeks that any time in the Bible that you see capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that is for the name of Jehovah. It's speaking of the triune God, Jehovah, that created the world. It's not just speaking of a master, someone to whom you serve. It's speaking of the God, Jehovah, that we serve, who is our Lord. And it says, the Lord, Jehovah, is my shepherd. The job of a shepherd is to take care of the sheep. He finds pasture for the sheep to eat. He finds water for the sheep uh, to drink. And the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. We take great comfort in that truth that God, Jehovah, is our shepherd. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, in verse 10 and 11, Behold, the Lord God, capital G, capital O, capital D, that's the word Jehovah, will come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, he shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. So these verses in Isaiah describe the Lord God, Jehovah, doing the work of a shepherd. In Ezekiel chapter 34, in verse 14, the Bible says, I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the rock mountains of Israel. And I will feed my flock, and will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God, capital G, capital O, capital D, Jehovah God. I will seek that which was lost, and bring again that which was driven away, and will bind up that which was broken, and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. And as for you, O my flock, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between the ram and the he-goats. Rams and the he-goats. Seemeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture, but ye must tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures, and to have drunk of the deep waters, but ye must foul the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat that which ye have trodden with your feet, and they drink that which ye have fouled with your feet. Now these verses here, I just read these verses to show you again that God, Jehovah, is described as the good shepherd in the Old Testament. Now we go to the New Testament. In John chapter 10, the Bible says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Now, this is Jesus Christ speaking, and he says, I'm the good shepherd, and I give my life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. Jesus is saying, listen, someone who's not a true shepherd, they're just a hireling. They've been hired, and, and, and but the sheep really don't belong to them. When they see the wolf coming, they will flee. They won't protect the sheep. But he says, 
I'm the good shepherd. I'm not a hireling. You know, if Jehovah of the Old Testament is the good shepherd, and if Christ is just a man, how can he be the good shepherd also? And if Christ is not equal to God, and he's not part of a triune God, three in one, then how can he say he's the good shepherd? Wouldn't he be trying to take the place of God? Wouldn't he be a hireling and not the good shepherd? Jesus is not a hireling. He is the Jehovah of the Old Testament. And the Bible says in verse 14, I am the good shepherd, I know my sheep, and am known of mine. So John chapter 10 depicts or describes Jesus Christ as the good shepherd. So in the Old Testament, the Lord God is the good shepherd. In the New Testament, Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. We go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20. The Bible says, Now the God of peace, peace, that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So here in Hebrews, and Hebrews is a book that clearly describes the person of Christ to us. The person of Christ is being described to us in Hebrews chapter 1 all the way into Hebrews chapter 10. And we see here that he's described as the great shepherd. In Hebrews chapter 1, he is called God. I'll read that to you. We'll turn over there and look what it says in Hebrews chapter 1. In verse 8 it says, But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Thy throne, O God. The Son is God. The Word is the Son and the Word is God. Jesus is God, and He is the great shepherd of Hebrews. If Jehovah and Jesus Christ were different persons, or if they were different gods, if they were not a part of the Trinity, if they were two different beings, then it would it make sense for both to be called and described as the great and good shepherd? If Jesus Christ is just a prophet, how can he take the title of Jehovah God? How can he take the title of the light and the one on whom people would call? And how can he take the role of being the great shepherd and the good shepherd if he's not God? He can't. He can't. You know, I'm a pastor. The Bible teaches that there are three titles that describe or positions that describe the leader of a congregation, pastor, elder, and bishop. Those are the three words given in the New Testament for the leader of a New Testament congregation, pastor, elder, and bishop. Many people, many men uh, who pastor, they... They give themselves, they go by the name Reverend, Reverend so-and-so, Reverend so-and-so. 
I don't use that name. I, you'll, you will not see my name, Reverend Ted Spear. You'll see Dr. Ted Spear because I have a doctorate degree. You'll see Pastor Ted Spear because I am a pastor. If it said Bishop Ted Spear, that would be okay because a bishop is an overseer of a church. If it said Elder Ted Spear, that would be okay because an elder is a wise counselor in the church. And I'm supposed to be all those things, but I do not take the name of Reverend in my title. And the reason I don't is this. The word reverend means holy. And the word reverend is God's name. Psalm 111 verse 9 says, Reverend is His name. His name. The Bible says, Call no man father. Why? Because He's the father. God allows men who have children with their wife. He allows the children to call them father because they represent God in the home. But in the church, God says, call no man father. Why? Because that's his name. That's his title. He's the father. I'm not a father to the church. I'm a shepherd to the church. I'm an under-shepherd to the church. So God allows a bishop to be called a pastor, which is a shepherd, an under-shepherd. Why? Because that's the job I have in the church. But I don't have the job of being a father to the people. And I'm not to be called father. I am allowed to be called pastor, even though he's the great shepherd. I'm allowed to be called a shepherd because I'm doing the work. As a father in the home, I'm allowed to be a father because I'm doing the work of a father in the home. But I don't take the name father and reverend as a pastor. Why? Because those titles belong to God. And it would be blasphemous for me to take those titles to myself. Now you may not like that teaching, but that's biblical. And if Jesus Christ took upon himself the title of the great shepherd or the good shepherd, he would be taking the place of Jehovah God. Jesus Christ does take the name Great Shepherd. He does call himself the Good Shepherd. Why? Because he is the Jehovah of the Old Testament. Jehovah was the shepherd in the Old Testament, and Jesus Christ is that same shepherd in the New Testament. Is he your shepherd? Is he your shepherd? That's the question. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 25, <clears throat> verses 31 through 34, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. Talking about Jesus Christ. Talking about his throne. Talking about his glory. How is that possible? Because the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Christ of the New Testament. Because we serve a three-in-one God, three persons in one. Verse 32, And before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate them one from another. As a shepherd divideth His sheep. They're His sheep. From the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. 
Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Not everybody is in the flock of God. Many who think that they're in the flock, that they're in the fold of God, God's going to separate them one day with the goats. They won't go to glory. They won't go to heaven. They'll be cast into outer darkness. Are you one of His sheep? He is the good shepherd. He is the great shepherd. And it is He that will separate the sheep from the goats. Are you in the fold? Are you one of His sheep? You say, Pastor, I don't know if I am or not. Well, let me tell you how you can know that you are one of His sheep. Number one, you need to understand that you've sinned against a holy God. You've broken His commandments. Every week of my life, I talk to somebody, and I ask them, if you died, would you go to heaven? They say, yeah, I'll go to heaven. And when I ask them why, they tell me, well, I obey the commandments. I'm righteous. No, you're not righteous, and you don't obey the commandments. You've been deceived to think that. There's no man on this earth who does everything right. There's no man on this earth that goes one day without breaking one of God's commandments. God said, love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself. You think you do that every day? I'm sorry, you're deceived if you believe that. No, you break the law. You're not righteous. So you have a problem. Because number two, God punishes sin, and the punishment of sin is death. And if you die in your sin, you have to go to hell. Number three, can't save ourselves. The Bible says, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. It is God that saves us, we can't save ourselves. Your good works is not going to save you. Your church attendance is not going to save you. Your evangelism is not going to save you. Your prayers are not going to save you. Your Bible study is not going to save you. There's only one Savior, and His name is Jesus Christ. The Good Shepherd, the Jehovah of the Old Testament, died on the cross in the New Testament. He is the Good Shepherd. He is the Lamb of God. He shed His blood so you could be saved, and it is blasphemy against Jehovah God to believe anything else. To believe in a different Savior is blasphemy. To believe that that man was not God in the flesh is blasphemy. And you'll go to hell if you reject the deity of Jesus Christ. We're supposed to abide in the doctrine of Christ. The doctrine of Christ is that He is God, and that He died for our sins, and that He rose from the dead, that we might be saved. And if He's going to be your shepherd, if you're going to be in the fold, the sheepfold, you have to accept the fact that you are a sinner, that you've broken God's law, that you cannot save yourself, and that He is the only Savior. And the Bible says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. The Bible says, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have ever lasting life. I have everlasting life. I am of the sheepfold, not because I quit sinning, not because I joined a church, not because I preach, 
but because there was a day in my life where I understood who I was, a sinner. I understood who Christ is, God in the flesh, who died for me. And I put my faith in His blood, in His being the Savior. I put my faith in Him and not myself and not some other religion. And He took me as His child and gave me eternal life. I thank God today that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. I thank God today that I know who that shepherd is. He's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Do you know Christ as your Savior? I would encourage you, if you've been trusting in your works, if you've been going to some church that's telling you that you can earn your salvation, you've been lied to. Put your faith in Christ today. Make Him the great shepherd. Be one of His sheep by faith in Jesus Christ. If you need help understanding this, if you'd like to visit our church, please come and visit us. Call us on the phone. Contact us at one of our social media platforms. We'd be glad to try to help you personally. Thank you for tuning in to the Fundamental Hour. God bless you.